0: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome again to another episode of Lottie Talks. This is your host, Thomas Belcher, missionary to the U.S. territory of Guam. It is a blessing to be with you guys again today on this Word Wednesday as we look at what the Word of God has for us today. And today's going to be a very special, interesting Word Wednesday. Um, God's been working on my heart about talking about this for about a week now, and there's a huge reason why, because I want to address something going on in American society currently, and it needs to be addressed because it not only applies to the American society, but applies to us Christians as well. Now if you wouldn't mind if you're able to turn with me in your bibles over to Revelation chapter 4 verse 11 Revelation 4:11 and it says thou art worthy o lord to receive glory and honor and power for thou hast created all things and for thy pleasure they are and were created Here John is uh, in the fourth chapter of the book of Revelation John is uh, having his vision before God's throne. The beasts have brought him before the throne, and he is seeing them give the one who sits on the throne, in uh, the one who sits on the throne, honor and glory and praise. And in verse 9 it says, And when those beasts give glory and honor and thanks to him that sat on the throne, who liveth forever and ever. Uh, verse 11, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things. Um, last week, of course, this is no shocker if you pay attention to the news at all. Last week, the Supreme Court decided that they were going to, it was leaked that the Supreme Court was going to overturn Roe v. Wade. Now, the fact that something was leaked from the Supreme Court should be shocker enough, because that's the very first time in our nation's history that that has ever happened. Um, That should be a shocker in of itself. But the fact that they are choosing to overturn Roe v. Wade and give the states, the individual state government, the right to decide whether or not they want to ban abortion or not. So it will no longer be up to the federal government. It will be up to the local state governments. But you started to see immediately people's reactions. Our, our whole society started to explode. And you saw, honestly, some of the most satanic acts and rhetoric that I have seen in a long time. You saw so-called Christians, and oh my, I could give names. I could give names, but I'm not going to because I don't want to give them any kind of voice on this podcast. I don't want to give them any voice on this channel. But you saw you saw so-called Christians get up and start saying, well, we need to have the right to choose. Well, you know, abortion's health care. Abortion's right. Uh, it's just, it's just right. You can't take away this choice. Uh, I even heard one Christian try and argue that it was biblical. It is biblical in the sense that it was, that, um, you had baby murderers in the Bible. Then in the old Testament, you had people that would sacrifice their children to the fires of Molech. If that's what you're talking about, yeah. And in the Bible, the Bible condemns that, but they were trying to act like it was in a positive sense that the Bible was promoting that that God is for abortion that God is for this and it, i've heard some of the most disgusting things in the past week because of abortion and one of the worst things that i heard was from a doctor who she started complaining about how a abortion is right under certain, certain circumstances and that a child she knew that was in the womb didn't have a brain, was essentially brain dead, and so she was trying to tell her patient to abort the baby. Well, it um exploded into an argument on social media. Isn't social media fun? I, I personally don't have any. I mean, I look over our Twitter account. My wife does Facebook and all that, but I don't have any of that. I don't want to get messed in. I don't want to get involved in that. But Her essential argument was that because of her education and because of her profession, she was more experienced and was intellectually superior to everybody else, to the Christian that was saying that that child still has a life. It is not a clump of cells. It is not an inconvenience. It's not a tumor. That is a child. Um, the likelihood, uh, brain dead children. I don't know. God can still work miracles. God can still work miracles. It may be brain dead, but God can still work miracles. But I wouldn't be. I wouldn't want to be the one responsible for having to have murdered that child. I don't want to answer before the Lord one day and have Him look at me and ask me why I murdered a child. And it wasn't just this lady, but it was everyone. I've heard so many people, so-called conservatives, so-called Christians come out and support abortion to an extent, come out and support this and that. And it made me realize, and the Lord really started working on my heart, that we have we have gotten too big for ourselves. And what I mean by that is that you really have to look at these people. These people that will say, well, it's my right. Well, life doesn't begin in the womb. Okay? Who gave you the authority to decide that? Who gave you the power to decide that? Well, I, I, I'm I, the mother. I, uh, the child's inside me. Uh, that doesn't mean anything. Okay? you did not you did not willingly get pregnant and then decide to abort the child okay most of the time that happens by chance and then so on and so forth but who gave you the authority who gave you the right to decide when life began what gives any of us the right to decide who lives and who dies. Now, yes, the Bible has different circumstances for uh, who lives and uh, for laws and whatnot, and I'm not going into that, but I'm I'm asking about children. Who gives you the right to decide which child lives and which child dies? What makes you worthy? Revelation 4.11, right here. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. Today, I just want to point out, today, I just want to talk about I just want to ask the question, what makes you worthy? What makes you worthy? And I'm not just talking about the society. I'm also talking about the Christian, too, because we Christians, we uh, we sometimes we get kind of arrogant, and we decide, well, I'm saved, that much is settled, but there are things in the Bible that I don't want to follow. There are things in the Bible that convict me, and I I don't want to follow them. There are things that, there's sin in my life that is convenient for me, and if I followed the Bible 100% of the way, the Bible would convict me about that sin, and I'd have to get rid of it. I don't want to do that. We as Christians start thinking that we're worthy, worthy enough that we can pick and choose from the Word of God what we want to follow. Let me tell you what, none of us are worthy to do that. None of us are worthy enough to do that, because l- let me tell you what, if we were worthy enough to do that, that means we we ourselves are God. That means we ourselves are worthy enough to decide what God, uh, whatever verse in God's Word is true. We're worthy enough to judge God's Word at that point. Let me tell you what, we're not worthy. There's only one who is worthy, and that is the King of kings and Lord of lords. That is the one who is sitting on the throne. He is worthy. You and I are nothing but sinners bound for a devil's hell, and if it wasn't for God's almighty grace, you and I would have no chance of going to heaven when we died. You and I, all we deserve is a devil's hell. We are not worthy in any way or sense of the word. We are not worthy. We are worthy of death. That is it. These people who like to march around and say, well, abortion is my right. Uh, I can choose to have an abortion. I can do this. You know what? Okay, fine. You go ahead and sacrifice to the fires of Moloch. That's all abortion is. It's just nothing but a giant death cult. It's 100% sin. Uh, You look around at the crowds today that are protesting, chanting, yelling, screaming. It's 100% demonic. All it is is a death cult bound to worship Satan. It's the same thing that we have been fighting since the the Old Testament, and that is the fires of Molech. It is the same thing. You guys are no uh, no better than pagans. You guys are pagans if you're pro-abortion. That is just it. You are a death cult. And let me tell you what. Jesus says that it were better for a millstone to be tied around your neck and you be cast into the sea than to offend a little child. In other words, you may get away with it right now. You may get away with murder of a child. You may get uh, get away with that. Which, by the way, if that's the case, then some of these people, they're, I mean, they're worse than Hitler. And that, that word gets thrown around a lot. But you may get away with that for a little bit. But there's going to come a time that in Revelation chapter 4, we see God sitting on the throne. You're going to be, you're going to stand before that throne. And you're going to stand before the one who is worthy to decide who lives and who dies. Who is worthy. And you're going to have to give an explanation as to why you thought you were worthy to begin with. with. These people who are shouting around, it's my right. I have an education. Life doesn't begin in the womb. That's a lie. That is straight from the pits of hell. Let me uh, sh- let me show you real quick. What exactly... We're worthy of. Let me show you real quick. Turning in my Bible right now, I thought I had this bookmarked beforehand. Turns out I did not. Uh, not that. I guess I should have been more prepared. <laughs> Let me show you in Romans 3.23 what we're worthy of. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Last I checked, all means everyone. All does not mean a small minority, does not mean a gender, does not mean a sect, does not mean a certain religion, but all means everyone. Everyone has sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every single one of us. Yes, I'm safe, but you know what? The reason why I needed to get saved was because I sinned and became short of the glory of God. I was born into sin. Turn with me over to Romans 6.23. We see the consequences of that sin. The consequences of being born into that sin. For the wages of sin is death. You guys in your death cult so obsessed with death, guess what? You continue in your sin. This is you're going to face death yourself if you're so obsessed with your death cult. Here you go right here. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift is, of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. In other words, what those two verses summarize is that yes, you and I all we're worthy of is death. That is it. We are worthy of nothing but death. But Jesus Christ is a just God. Jesus Christ is a loving God. That's why in the second part of six twenty three, it's Romans 6.23, it says, But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Notice it says gift. You know what that means? That means this is something that you and I, we could not earn. This is not something that I could just go ahead and earn by going to a priest and asking him forgiveness of my sins, or praying the rosary, or praying before some saint. This is not something that I could just gain. This is a gift, that Almighty God, that perfect God, that God who sits on the throne, that is holy that is worthy had to give only he could give it now i wonder what would have happened had he not given it you know what would have happened you and i would still be bound on our way to a devil's hell and there'd be no point in doing any of this this podcast would be pointless going to guam as a missionary would be pointless you know why because there's nothing to tell there's nothing to give out Thou art worthy. This is talking about the Lord. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things. Let me tell you what. You and I have not created anything. Yes, it takes a man and a woman to create a child. That is the way of the world. That is the way of nature. That is the way God has designed it. Oh, yes, but let me tell you what. It's God who decides whether or not you're going to have a child. That's how it is now under certain certain circumstances certain couples can't have children i understand that but we in our society like to think that you know we we can just create we can create whatever we want let me tell you what we you and i anything we create is full of faults it's faulty yes god created us and we had sin but that was by our own doing. Adam and Eve sinned in the garden. God God did not mean for that to happen. All of that was a test. God did not want sin entering into the world, but by Adam and Eve's own foolishness and own rebellion, sin entered into the world. God is the one that is worthy. Listen to me, Christian. I may be harking on the abortionist. I may be harking on the death cult that is abortion. But let me tell you what, you and I are not worthy enough to pick and choose what we want to read and what we want to follow in the Word of God. We need to be following every every single word in this book. I'm reminded of a story about Thomas Jefferson, the third president of the United States. Um, He was known that he had many books in his library. He had a huge library, and he had a Bible. He actually owned a Bible, though there's very little evidence that he was saved. Um, To be honest, I personally am not sure if he was. I don't think he was. But in his Bible... People would open it up, and they found out that there were pages missing. There were whole verses just cut out. And what he would do was that he would take the Bible and cut out parts of Scripture that he didn't care for. And then he would follow the rest. Christian, you and I can't do that. Let me ask you what. What makes you think you're so worthy enough to pick and choose what you can and. Er- What you want to follow? What makes you think you're worthy? Last I looked, you're not sitting on the throne. You didn't create the world. Last I looked, all power and glory and honor is not to you. That's to the Lord. That's to the Lord. Not to us. That's to the Lord. God created everything for his pleasure. He created everything, and he created everything for his pleasure. You want to know why mankind was created? The meaning of life? We're meant to fellowship with God. We're meant to be his children. God wants to walk with you. God wants a fellowship. That's the meaning of life right there. There's nothing philosophical behind it. People have been looking for that for centuries. Well, what's the meaning of life? Let me tell you what. Start reading the Bible. The Bible's not just meant for America. The Bible's not just meant for a white man. The Bible's not just meant for the Jews. The Bible's meant for everyone everywhere. Whether you be in India, China, Russia, Canada, even the Canadians. My wife's from Michigan, so I pretty much call her a Canadian. And we're in Alaska, so I've already run into several Canadians up here. So I like making fun of Canadians. I'm sorry, guys. It's just fun. The Bible's not just meant... For one certain people group, the Bible is meant for everyone. You and I are not worthy enough to pick and choose what we want to follow in the scripture. Last I looked, we're not God. We need to be following every single word in this book. We need to be listening to the Holy Spirit's call in this book. We need to be walking with God. If you're if you're listening to this and you've never received Jesus Christ as your savior, receive him today. Receive him today. And if you're listening to this, and I wanted to I wanted to address this because this actually is a crowd that needs to be addressed if you if you're listening to this and you've you at some point have had an abortion in your life, let me tell you what? Yes, it was sin. yeah, that's that is what happened. And you know it it was a heinous crime. It's murder is what it is. But if you've ever gotten to that point, if you if you've done that, let me let me tell you something. I don't want to end with just being a discouragement and chasing after everybody. Heaven forbid. God still loves you. You may be listening to this and thinking, well, there's no hope. I committed a horrible act. I'm bound for hell. There's no way God could forgive me. There's nothing God could do to forgive me. Can can I tell you a quick story about a fellow named Saul? There was a fellow in the Bible named Saul. This fella, he was a zealot. He was crazy for the Jewish religion. And this fella went around during the time of the early church, and he would hunt down Christians. Men, women, children, it didn't, it didn't matter. If you were a Christian, he hunted you down. He put you in prison. He killed you. I mean this man he was horrible. He was horrible. If this man was alive today I'd be against the guy. Everyone would be against the guy. This guy, this guy, I'm going to use the term again. This guy was basically a Nazi. This guy was crazy. Except he was for the Jews. You get my point. This guy was nuts. But God got a hold of him. And believe it or not, this fellow, Saul, got saved. He actually became the very thing he was hunting. God renamed that fellow Paul. And Paul, he started going around to the churches God had called him to preach, and God trained him. The Holy Spirit trained him and he started going around to preach. Uh, he had a hard time at first getting people to listen to him because people were afraid of him thinking, well, this is all a trick. This is this is Saul. He he's going to try and kill us all. But no, God got a hold of his life and he forgave him his sins of all the wrong that he had done. Let me tell you what if you whatever the sin is, maybe you've had an abortion in your past. Yes, that was wrong. It was wrong. I'm not downplaying that at all. But look with me back in Romans 6.23 real quick. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The same salvation that I have today, you can be saved to. God still loves you, and that gift is still open to you. That gift did not expire. God still loves you, and he's willing to forgive you of the sins that you've committed. He's willing to forgive you. He wants to. He wants to have that personal relationship with you. I don't know what circumstances caused you to do it. Quite frankly, it doesn't matter. It's none of my business anyway. What does matter is that Jesus Christ loves you. And that without him, without this gift you're bound for a devil's hell when you die if you've never asked jesus to come in your heart and save you i beg you to do it i beg you today if you've never been saved get on your get on your knees stop your car whatever you're doing and just sincerely don't just repeat after me to These aren't some magic words that are going to save you, but you need to believe it in your heart. And you need to 100% actually believe it. But just stop and pray and ask the Lord, and just tell Him, Lord, forgive me, I've sinned. I know I'm a sinner. I know I'm on my way to hell when I die. Would you please come into my heart? Forgive me of my sin. Take me to heaven when I die. Lord, I know you are the Christ. I know that you are the Son of God, that you are God, and that you died on the cross to save me from my sin. Please come into in my heart. Save my soul and take me to heaven when I die. I'm turning from all that wicked uh, from all the sin. I'm repenting of all that sin and I'm turning away from it. Please save my soul. And Christian, if you if you sincerely pray that, it's really just that simple. Uh, it's really just that simple, sinner. If you sincerely pray that, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. And he will forgive you your sin, regardless of what you've done. He was willing to forgive Paul of all the stuff he did. To be honest, I think some of the worst criminals in history, Mao Zedong, Stalin uh, Hitler, believe it or not, I think they could, I think, had they been willing to, I think God could have saved them. I really think he could have. You know why? Eternal life is uh, the gift of God, is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. They could have been, God could have worked on them, they could have heard the gospel. Uh, one, uh, Hitler, I know, for a fact, had heard the gospel. I know for a fact he was witness to. He didn't, he didn't get saved, but I know he could have been saved. He could have gotten saved. Sin is sin. But you know what? God loves you. God loves every single one of us. What makes you worthy? What makes you worthy of heaven? Well, nothing. I'm not worthy of heaven. I'm worthy of hell. That's it. All I'm worthy of is death. But you know what? God loved me enough that he gave me the gift of eternal life, and I got saved. I'm no longer bound for devil's hell. In no way can I lose that salvation. I'm going to heaven when I die. If the rapture were to happen two seconds from now, guess what? I'm going to heaven. No more podcasts. I'm going straight to heaven. And those same things are yours if you've received Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Christian, any of these, and if you're listening to this, any of you people that are shouting, well, it's my body, my choice, let me tell you what, God loves you too. God loves you. But there's nothing that makes you worthy enough to choose who lives and who dies. Who is worthy enough to judge? I'm not. I'm not. And if you think you're, if you think all, if you think just because you went to college, some professor told you that the child doesn't begin to live until five minutes outside of the womb. If you think that that gives you the authority, if you think your job gives you the authority to decide when life begins or what a child is or what a child isn't, let me tell you what you're nothing but a fool. Nothing but. A fool. Professing themselves to be wise, they became as fools. You're not worthy. You're not worthy enough to judge. Get some humility in your life. You're a sinner. Same as me, same as everybody else. And it's just like everybody else. You need need Jesus Christ as well. I beg you. God's worked on your heart. Pray, get right with him. Get right with him today. It was a blessing to be with you guys again for this Word Wednesday. It's always a blessing to be here and to see what God has for us in his Word. Um, It's a blessing to be reminded that I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of salvation, but I know one who is, and he died on the cross for you and I. It's a blessing to remember that. Thank you very much. Uh, Once again, it was a blessing to be with you guys today. Share this episode, share this podcast wherever you can, whatever social media you use. Share it, get it out. Um, let, Let other people know about Christ. Tell someone about Christ today. Invite someone to church. It's been a blessing. God bless you all, and have a very great day.